Warning, the following podcast is loosely based on fact. It has in no way been vetted, and the hosts rely primarily on the honor system and looks of disappointment to get their guests to be truthful. The stories and content in this podcast do not reflect the beliefs or ideals of its hosts or anyone necessarily associated with it or them. This podcast and the material within is meant for comedy. We do not condone or endorse crime or criminal activity, nor support the people who engage in said activity. Any discomfort or damage caused by the disclosure of this content is not intentional, and may God have mercy on our souls. All right, welcome to the show. I'm Eric, and I'm Scotty, and this is True Criminals. True Criminals. It's a reg, a regular show. <laughs> it's a regular show. It's a show where about podcast people. about podcast people. It's a weekly podcast where we talk to regular people, your friends, your families, your neighbors, just normal people that you could run into everywhere in the world. Kind of like in Fight Club, when they're like, you know, we are your doorman, you're whatever, we guard you while you sleep, you know. But it's okay if you talk about it. Yeah, yeah, you can talk about true In fact, we want you to, the first rule of true criminals (laughs) is talk about true criminals. So, (laughs) welcome to the show. We talk to regular people about the crimes they've committed, anonymously. So, you can't go out there sending them 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 dick pics, because you don't know who they are. And if you do find out who they are and send them a dick pic, tell us about it. Anyways, uh, yeah, we have a guest coming up. Coming up later, his name is Mega Man, and yep. man, yep. he's one of he was one of the funnest interviews we did. Yeah. I might title this our best episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's going to be good. <laughs> It'll be good. He's a funny dude. Yeah. So one thing, I, a couple things I did want to get out there. I just wanted to ask about. So. This is like our 417th episode, and what do you think of the show so far? I mean, I know the first 400 are lost, you know, they're lost episodes. We, when we started out, we called it New Criminals, because it was a new show, and then after a while, we weren't new anymore, so we scrapped that. We went through that, like, emo phase where we were called Blue Criminals. <laughs> we, were, yeah. we, were, we were kind of sad, and that didn't work out that well. We went with Boo Criminals for a while. When we were doing that, like kind of doing a yeah. horror mashup, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but it sounded like we were booing our own show. So that actually kind of leads me into uh, correction, I guess. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, on our on a previous episode, you know, I I mentioned the mess up with the email and everything, and I said the boys at the guys at True TV reached out to us. Well, uh, got a got a second email and. Apparently what I should have said was people at Turner Broadcasting reached out on behalf of their subsidiary true. What? Did you really so. get this email? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the people of Turner Broadcasting yeah. reached out. You know what, what really just kind of gets my goat about it is like I know I've you know, I've told some stories that don't shine a very bright light on me or anything, and that's what I'm getting shit about. Yeah. What like, if... even in, in this episode, <laughs> I talk about how much I like saying calling people waterheads. Oh and my god, stop. I wish everyone would stop saying that word. That could be super offensive to our listeners who have hydrocephalus. I am, so. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm upset that you said that just now. 
Anyways, <laughs> you know, like, it's not like they were AT&T or Mr. Warner Broadcasting themselves. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. even Q yeah. or Murr getting a hold of us. It's like, they're just they're just typing emails for people who don't want to do it. The middleman of the middleman. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. So, yeah. So, avoid any further misunderstandings. We're changing our name to Court TV the Podcast. Court. Yeah, we're going to be called... <laughs> oh, man. I had a whole bunch more of things that rhyme with true criminals. <laughs> 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 now you've put me off my game. <laughs> Oh man, I was gonna say that we were gonna we tried being two criminals in a van when we were <laughs> we were into moving. <laughs> we were gonna try to compete with the the moving companies. <laughs> oh, it's all over now. Sorry. <laughs> so what? What do you think of the show so far? We're in this a couple months now. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you told me your idea for it, and I thought it was great. And then you know the the difficulty people to tell their stories and like but me listening to the episodes i like it. yeah you know it's definitely fun um i was listening to another podcast and they they were celebrating a milestone and as a like as part of their thing they played a clip from like their 10th episode and it was garbage like their jokes weren't funny the audio was trash everything about it was garbage and i'm like how because it's a successful podcast I was like, how are you, like, how did you build that into success? Because your jokes weren't even funny then. But, I mean, our jokes are already funny. Yeah, yeah, I just just wanted to touch base on that. You know, we're not approaching any weird milestone. 417 is, we maybe should have brought this up at 400. I mean, 420 is coming up. Oh, yeah, 420. Well, actually, since I'm jumping every time I announce the episodes, by the time we hit our 20th episode, I'll be calling it 620. But... Um, yeah. So, um, so, um, some crime news. Now, this is illegal, um, but I, it's not real. So, I, at the end of our last episode, I showed you a nice little marijuana plant that I got. Yeah. And then I gave it away. <laughs> Sweet. Who'd you, who? I gave Who'd it to, you give it to? I gave it to. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Nice. It was just going to die. I mean, I've watered uh, it a few times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Mega Man facts. <laughs> uh, did you know there's 134 Mega Man games? I did not. That's a lot of fucking games, and they're not even, they're not even popular. I mean, everybody how, knows who Mega Man is, but... How's there 136? It's is that counting, like, the collections and libraries? And it's shit? counting, like, yeah, like, mobile and... You know, but there it, it branched out. Eventually, it became like they have like Mega Man, you know, RPGs and Mega Man like softcore porn games and stuff. So all that. No, I don't know. I just made that part up. Where do I find that? I, I draw it and make it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so um, number two, their best-selling game. I think number three has Snake Man though, which is our guest's favorite one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and next year it'll be or thirty-five years. Did you play Mega Man growing up? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, we name all of our guests after video game characters. I mean, I assume eventually we'll run out of video game characters and we'll have to go start going with, like, classic movie franchises or something. But I don't picture you as much of a gamer. No, I mean, like, when I was a kid, I played a lot, but I didn't have, like, phones or anything to... Yeah. 
distract me from video games, but like, I mean, I played a lot of video games up through GameCube. Yeah, not, the, I remember you. Being, and I just kind of. I remember you got super into Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah. And then I think Wind Waker came out, and you were working at a store where you were allowed, like, able to go over and play their demo setup, and everybody thought you were a genius because you like knew all the Zelda tricks that you learned from <laughs> Ocarina of Time. Like, they were like, how did you know to burn that web down? And open it was it? just like Wizard. <laughs> was just like the kid in Wizard. I love the Power Glove. It's so bad. <laughs> Have you watched uh, Fear Street? New R.L. Stein Fear Street movies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched the part three. Okay, I just watched part one last night. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I was, like, surprised. Uh, I expected it to be, like, really bad goosebumps. And I like goosebumps. Fucking brutal. Huh? It's fucking brutal. Are you saying that in a good way? Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. I liked it. I liked the... The girl's head going through the bread slice. Yeah, the bread slice. I got my dick hard, man. Yeah, I was like, that was, yeah. And I was like rooting for her, the little love interest there. <laughs> and they put her head through a bread slicer, so. Now, dude, part two is going to rock your socks. Though. Oh, man. We're... Don't let me watch it for a week. <laughs> what? Well, we watched it last night with And then she was like, okay, we'll watch the next one next weekend. I was like, God damn it, man. Nah, you should go ahead and watch it. <clears throat> Uh, well, I'll, I'll but cut this. Cut me saying that out of the episode because I know she listens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes me feel bad about the stuff we say. <laughs> She's always like, "You guys said fucking waterhead too many times." <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't say that. She hasn't even. This episode's not out. She hasn't. <laughs> She heard me yelling it last time. <laughs> she was in the next room. At your kids. <laughs> I picked it up as a slur after that, and I started calling everybody a water. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no. I don't like that, and I say that. <laughs> I've been very vocal about that. Um, so, have you seen that Matt Gates video where that guy comes in, like, between him and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, and he's like, this guy's not a molester, not at all. <laughs> There's no way he's a pedophile. Yep, so that's a who's the real criminal there, because... Yeah. <laughs> oh, who's the real criminal? I just like to keep... I, I, before the episode, I, I've been, like, kind of looking to see Gates watch and see what he's doing. Cause, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're going to bring him down. It's going to be us. Every, every, I hope so. Everybody's forgot he's a pedophile. He's a pedophile. Uh, n- not completely, because he, uh, I guess he and Marjorie Taylor had a, had a thing set up, and the place canceled. So yeah, several of them. Put it somewhere else, and they canceled him or refused him. Then they tried a third place, and they said no, so they just kind of went out on the fucking street corner. Yeah, yeah, I did see And, that. like, the they said there was less than 100 people there, but it also shows apart from that, and, like, at least half the people there were just chanting, pedophile. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. If you're out there and you have access to Matt Gates, chant pedophile at him, because he yeah. is a pedophile, and he has um, a man love boy who lives with him. Throw a slushy at him. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we don't have to do a whole lot for the opening here, because I think there's actually going to be quite a bit in the episode. Yeah, I can't imagine too much of that getting cut out. Other than the weird audio stuff. Oh, do we have any corrections at all? Can you think of any corrections from the last few weeks? I mean, I've already apologized enough for for the wheelchair stuff. And uh, I cleared the air with Turner Broadcasting, so... Okay, so we're good. Let's roll that footage. (laughs) 
I'm doing it like sexy now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, before you get started, looked up Waterhead. Couldn't find anything of it being like too derogatory. Uh, but, it's you know, good because I've been using it for like a solid. <laughs> yeah, week. yeah, it's a good, it's a good word, man. Okay, well, that was what was actually fucked up. So you didn't even have to bring it up. No one knew. No. no. <laughs> okay, so um, first off, I'm just gonna let everybody know we had an audio glitch last when we recorded with you we have a guest on here mega man and we had an audio issue basically i forgot to hit uh record on my my or i forgot to unmute my mic and then scotty had an audio glitch that actually only recorded his audio really solid and me and you sounded like robots we, we had no usable audio for me for the first 25 minutes <laughs> and yeah and that was lightning too we're never gonna be able to recapture that well <laughs> like i went back and i listened to ev- I don't know what I said that was funny because I can't hear it. I can hear the <laughs> robot voice if I listen to Scott's, but so I mean, that sucks because you don't get a lot of laughs, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, I was, I was on. I could tell. <laughs> it's but, one of those days. But so we did lose twenty five minutes of audio. But I just want to quickly capture, just recap on of the stories that you had told. So this is our guest, Mega Man. We had recorded with him. Lost, <laughs> lost the first twenty five minutes of audio or became unusable. And so we're just going to touch base and go over those the couple stories that you told during that. And they weren't like key to the whole interview because actually you, your most of your crime stuff that like you even mentioned with you, we've got all that. But you do tell a couple really good things that I didn't want to lose. That'll do it, man. So the only stories that I need that we missed are your hot dog story, the hot dog kid. Okay. The arson. Okay. Hot uh, dog arson. Yeah. And and the um, oh the mistaken identity. I mean, maybe some of your stealing from Goodwill. All right. Uh, so I got a story about me being arrested for an arson case, but it requires a story of my past in order to uh, fully appreciate the entire story. So, growing up, my dad was in the military, so he did a lot of like things where he assisted people, uh, like. You know, he would he would help cut up trees or burn stuff for the fire department, stuff like that. And they all knew him, so they were like, yeah, whatever. He trained most of the police because a lot of them were ex-military. He was in the military for like 20-something years. So one day, he is getting me from school. I think it was school. I'm pretty sure it was school. And we see like a billow of smoke and a bunch of cars and stuff. And he's like, oh, we better go check to make sure everything's okay. So we pull up. Uh, and this house is on fire. There's a lot of smoke coming out of it, and there are already firefighters outside. They didn't have their lights on or anything, but you can tell they were getting ready, and he's like, huh, okay, well, it looks like they got it under control. He's like, I'm going to go see if they need anything. So I walk out with him, and uh, I'm standing on the curb where everyone else is standing watching this house burn, and he's over there talking to, like, one of the firefighters, and they're getting water spraying part of the house, and then the front door fucking bust out, of this house and out comes running this kid he's probably he's my age he's like 14 or 15 at this time and he's huge he's like 350 pounds he's wearing just tidy whities and socks and he's just fucking darting as fast as he can to the curb 
and he gets down there and the firefighters are like get around him and they check him and he doesn't have any burns on him so they're like okay and they put a, a uh you know blanket on him and they're like are you okay what happened what happened and then in tears he goes i just was trying to cook some hot dogs and i fucking <laughs> had to like walk away from the crowd because i was laughing and i'm like man this kid just lost everything I probably shouldn't fucking laugh at him, but that kid's important for a future story. So uh, I'm friends with a couple cops and they're good dudes. And then I have a buddy who looks a lot like me. And one day they're like, Hey, the description of this guy in these arson cases looks just like you guys. And we're like, Oh, do you think it's us? He goes, well, I know it's not you, but I need some guys that look like you guys to go there because they put people in the, the lineup that look like, the, the person in question that they know didn't do it that way they can determine whether or not they have a plausible identifier whenever the person does identify them right little whatever so i'm like yeah we'll do it that sounds like fun so they had a they got to keep up the guys though they can't just like let people know that we're whatever so when we get there they put us in a cell with the other guys and we're all talking and they're all like you know heavy set like dark haired guys with beards and they all kind of look like us and i'm like okay this makes sense i do look like these guys we go out, we stand there, they make us turn, they take pictures and we leave. And then uh, we get like a call. Well, the cop gets a call on his little mic. He's like, yeah, yeah, the guy's been caught. We uh, caught him with the stuff in his car, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I was like, oh, shit. And he goes, yeah, he'll be coming in the back door. And so they brought him in the back and we saw it. And it was that fucking kid, but he's all grown up. But he's still like really fat. And I'm a fat guy, but I was super more, I was offended that they like were like, you're, you look like this guy. I'm like, I am not that fat. And then I was self-conscious the rest of the day. Like, it's one thing to be saying, I look like an arsonist, but like, to be like, you remind us of this 400 pound kid. I'm like, oh man, fuck that. <laughs> that burns. That's what burns. That and those two houses. <laughs> so, uh, I owned a comic book shop in a little town in and it's just south of, it's like 40 minutes south real small it's called it's a little bitty store it's a little bitty town like eight thousand people and uh one time i had these two cops come in again one of these cops is a friend of mine and he goes hey man uh we just got a call on a radio and I, I just felt like it was you and i'll let you listen to it and he let me listen to it and i'll play it in a little bit but he it was they they clearly weren't like coming in to arrest me they clearly were like kind of laughing and they thought it was funny so i'm like what could this be so to kind of set up the this story earlier that day i had gone out to this household and bought a power rangers collection and like it was like 150 figures and like four or five zords and i was like fucking stoked i was so excited because i'm this stuff sells like crazy and i collect some of it so a little bit of it was stuff that i needed and i was like yeah oh man well i have these heavy and again my dad was military so i have these heavy big green duffel bags that i use to like haul a bunch of stuff around because those things aren't going to rip or anything so i'm i'm parked my car behind a building because this is a classic old style main street that has like barely any front parking it's all lots in the back and i'm I, you know it's like uh kind of it's like cold outside so i got a beanie on which maybe this attributes to the whole thing so i grabbed the duffel bag and I, I start walking now because i own the shop and i'm going to be there for a while i park a little further away than like most people would so i i got to pass a couple apartments 
Well, apparently somebody saw me in that time and they called the police and this, I'm going to play the, this is what the police heard. And then I'll, I'll tell you the rest of it. So this is what the police heard. So yeah, I got called, the cops called on me because I looked half American and half terrorist, which like, I always joke the American was because I'm fat. They're like, well, he's clearly a terrorist because look at him, but he's fat. So he must be at least half American. But like, I'm native. My mom's a Native American woman. Uh, My mom's a Native American woman. My dad is just a fucking white dude, super white, by the way. Like he's six foot four, like. You know, the guy that grew up with, he looks like Big Boss Man from WWE. There you go. That's it. Like, I cannot describe him better than that that picture in your head right now. So anyway, I don't look Middle Eastern. Like, I don't know. Maybe you guys can see me. Do I look Middle Eastern? Uh... <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I, I mean, I got, like, a really big nose, and I, I'm tan, and I got a big beard, so I guess, but. I would have guessed Greek. See, I, well, I've gotten some weird ones. One guy called me Armenian one time, and I look. I googled Armenian people. That's what I, I would don't know say. what they look like. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's an Armenian look like? And it's like, it shows like three guys. I go, oh shit, I look just like these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I look just look. The Kardashians are Armenians, if that helps at all. So I could be like a Kardashian. You know? Well, system of a down, right? Aren't they Armenian? Oh yeah, that guy's yeah, in uh, Jack of is Armenian too. So it's a you know decent company. I'm not saying the Kardashians are great people, but they're rich. So. I like Jack working. I, I don't care what you say. I'm on his side. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I got called a half American, half terrorist. And of course, the police station, they, they, have to, they have to say these things. So he has to repeat it exactly. The cop that had to say it, everyone was like, the dude was just like, I don't, I don't want to say this. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to say this, but I'll say it. Um, it was just funny. And they came in to make fun of me. And it's still a joke. Like they'd still just call uh, the they called me Kareem of Wheat for a long time as a joke because that was one of the jokes. <laughs> so it was just like always some like it's always like mixed Middle Eastern stuff with food and then you got a brand name. So that was my life for a long time. <laughs> By the way, racist people, everyone out there that immediately was like, "Oh, he must look half Middle Eastern." They, you're the problem. You think about it. It just said terrorist. Could have been anything. Timothy McVeigh was a terrorist. Oh, man. It, I mean, shit, I'm more American than that lady probably is, technically. You're going with bloodlines. <laughs> I don't remember how this started, but I remember somebody explaining to us how Goodwill worked as a company, and it pissed me off royally because they get free donations, and then they sell the stuff for profit. And, yes, they pay for people, and, yes, they hire people with disabilities. That's great. But, like, technically, their overhead is, like, next to nothing. Because they get their products for free, which is insane to think about. And yes, they do pay like a thing for like Target and stuff like that. We'll give them leftover shit. But as a company, they're making tons of money on your trash, you know. So as a as a game, what we used to play in high school is one of us would try to steal something, and what whoever stole like the biggest or weirdest object would win. And like I, I would steal like magnets and just weird goofy shit. And we had a buddy one time that I don't know how he did it, but he stole this fucking dustpan that was like metal with like lace and like it had like a cozy built onto it. 
it was fucking insane. But he just literally put it under his shirt and walked out, and they didn't even try to stop him. And it wasn't like discreet, by the way. It was a dustpan. It was clearly under this dude's shirt. A, a decorative like dustpan. The yeah, they were just like, whatever. It's out of here. Get that fucking thing out. Uh, yeah, that we, was a fun game, man. We actually had a one of our earlier guests. He never mentioned the story, but I remember this one time he uh, he was doing community service, and apparently people get sent to Goodwill for community service to like sort through donations and shit. So oh, yeah. they're also paying even less. Because yeah, of the boys, yeah, but no, he texted me while he was doing that pictures of a binder full of Star Wars cards. He's like, "Oh, look what I just found! This shit's going in my car." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a, a slightly inside person that works in the back room, and their sister works with them. Their sister has uh, mental disabilities, and I know I've known them for so long that even the sister will find something, and she goes, "Is this, is this something I would like?" And the other sister will go look and take a picture and send it. And she's like, look, she found this. Do you like this? And I was like, tell her, yes, I love it. And then it's like records a lot of the time. Because yeah, yeah. you ever notice uh, when you go into a Goodwill, the records always suck ass. They're always like Andy Williams and stuff. Or well, like that's Christmas compilations. Yeah, exactly. Or, or you know, the, the tabernacle gospel, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the reason that is, is because all the good rock albums and stuff, get swiped before they ever hit the floor so oh, now yeah. I, i'm one of those people that does the swiping i got called in a bunch of ninja turtles one time and i was like yeah i'll come pick them up and she's like i'll price them and put them back here for you i go okay and oh, i think i paid awesome. 30 bucks for the box but there was like a uh the camel guy who sells for like 60 dollars loose there was no rare scratch the cat ninja turtle people will know what i'm talking about speaking of criminals he's a cat in a, a prison outfit but even loose with no accessories, the thing sells for like a hundred bucks. It's crazy. Scratch the cat. Is that was that the original old Hobbs? Uh, I don't know. No, I mean it was the uh, it was it was a lot at last of the line, and the reason it's so rare is I think it was a mail away. Oh yeah, could yeah. be wrong. Oh man, but yeah, that's my story as a crime. Most of the time, it's just me being accused of crimes I didn't do. But you know, yeah. <laughs> but we actually, I mean, so it. My audio came back originally after 25 minutes, so, I mean, yeah. And you'd really only told the arson story and the hot dog story. And all right, so you'll be able to Frankenstein something good. Yeah, there. we'll be able to get it all back together somehow. <laughs> God damn. I've that works been, for me, man. I've been having, we've been having audio glitches galore lately, so. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break for a sponsor. It's been a time of peace in Beaver Mound. New father, Detective Mario Van Peebles, is enjoying some time off with his new family and allowing himself the time to grieve over the loss of his... Oh no! A witch's curse has reincarnated Mario's father as his newborn son? Hey, I'm walking here! I'm straight up Chris walking here! Will this detective be able to solve the case of the witch's curse? You ain't walking or Christopher walking. I'm putting your cursed baby ass in a stroller. Will Mario have to take down a voodoo cartel to sort things out? One thing's for sure, I think this time he's going to need a little help. Hey, pass me that Glock, and then change your pappy's nappy. Coming this fall from Amblin Entertainment, Baby Daddy. I know you're my son, but is this, is this breast milk? Is this your wife's breast milk? And now, back to the show.
I would buy brand new games, bring them to the self-check and just hold the barcode over and be like, beep, the weight was the same. It would, it would deactivate the thing inside and I'd put it in the bag. And the funny thing is I'd be getting brand new video games that cost $50, $60, but they'd be reordering Forza. So like I noticed after a while they had like 40 copies of this Forza game. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fuck you guys. I showed you. I mean, oh man, so, I was so underage at the time. So I actually <laughs> did that same thing once, but like, I felt like I'd come up with this plan in my head and made it way more elaborate than it actually was. I had all these <laughs> contingency plans and shit. I bought a Walmart gift card and also one of the five dollar dvd and dvds okay. but uh made sure it was a child one so that when it self-scanned it wasn't like somebody needed to make sure i was of age or anything you know and uh yeah made a copy of the barcode cut it out walked into walmart with it and with the uh, clone wars box sets <laughs> and uh yeah yeah uh crumble up the paper real quick and in my head you know i was like i can gift card i can just say like I wasn't paying attention to the price, I just ran the card, all this stuff. And but it did immediately say that the weight was not correct. But at that time there was a I don't have it, but you there was a skip. Yeah, skip bagging. Yeah, because they get the weight wrong all the time. So yeah. I just like hit that real quick. Well, I, I mean, if you're going it's like, busy, the person's not gonna look at weight. You just do this. What is going on? <laughs> and then they'll go, Oh, whatever, skip it. They don't care. <laughs> and you know what's funny? that what was it a $60 box set that you got for five bucks they still made money on it probably yeah yeah oh yeah I mean I know a guy who regularly uh they have like three packs of magic cards he'll constantly buy he'll take one pack of cards put it behind the three packs scan that a couple times and throw like multiple things of three packs in there but only pay for the one packs he's like yeah fuck Walmart over check it out I'm like cool man you're 40 but yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) oh so while you're talking about that um so you're stealing pokemon cards and stuff when pokemon was new and i was actually too old to be doing this shit i was like 18 17 yeah yes about 17 uh, years old when it was new there was this like junk shop that wasn't that far away from me and it was really like an antique shop but they they had a just a pokemon binder where you could open it up and you could go through their cards and pay they you know buy you could buy a charizard for two dollars and buy us you know all your basic pokemon for a quarter or whatever and yeah like me and my brother would go in there and one of us would distract the guy while the other one was going through the binder and this was stealing from a small local local person yeah we one of us would distract him and the other one would like slide out a couple of the extra charizards from the back like (laughs) Because there'd be like three in a sleeve or something like that. And then, yeah, we'd pocket those Charizards. And then we didn't even play Pokemon. Like, <laughs> we just, everybody was getting the cards, so we got them too. And then, I mean, you could you could always trade them for things you did want. Yeah, like drugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, uh, my son just went through those, those famous $5 drugs that homeless people buy. <laughs> my son just went through some of his uh, Series 1, Series 2 stuff back in the red and blue days and yeah, they're they're like skyrocketed. Recently. Oh yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how much they went up. Yeah, he's... like I mean, there's like literal like fist fights and shootings and stabbings and shit going on because of it. Yeah, so, I mean, with just like about fifty cards that he found, he had well over a thousand dollars worth of cards. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're they're dicks about condition more now than yeah, ever. Yeah, been. Yeah. But still, the the world of Pokemon crime is insane. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, wow, there's a lot going on. Now they won't even carry them at Target because there's constantly like threats and fights and shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Well, I didn't realize Team Rocket took over, but <laughs> that's where we are now. All right, so let's go into my final story, guys. This is a time that I was robbed by a guy. Or my, well, to be more like my shop was robbed by a guy. So like I'm like dressed up too, by the way. I'm wearing like nice clothes. I'm going on a day date with this girl. We're going to the museum and some other stuff. And I get a call from my business partner. He's like, hey, man, uh, the store was broken into last night and they stole the register and stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I'll be there in a second. She was super cool. She's like, yeah, let's go. And I get there and I go, oh, it's not that big of a deal. We don't keep cash in the register. We only keep the change. So what, 30 bucks and change maybe, you know? And, you know, I I would never keep the cash in there because that's, I'm not an idiot, but the guy stole the chain. He stole the whole register. So we're looking around and we're like, okay, let's, what's missing? We have, you know, hundreds of dollars in magic cards, hundred dollars, you know, cards at the time we had a $1,500 card in the case. And I was like, well, let's see what's missing. Nothing. Everything valuable is there. Our valuable comics are there. We have a whole wall of like valuable comics. They're all there. I'm like, okay. Looking around and I'm like, what the fuck did this guy take other than the register? Well, he took some packs of Pokemon cards because you could see them littered as his trail out because clearly he was trying to hold on to them. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he stole some Pokemon packs, of course. It's and just grabbed I, handfuls of like, like just oh, straight, yeah. straight it's in the foil packs. Yeah, yeah, just the packs. Left the singles that were all priced at high prices. Left those, <laughs> but you know, took the packs. And then we realized that we had like a case where we had like uh, more high end action figures and stuff. And one thing was missing from them, and it was a set of Kiss action figures. So we're like, oh, he took the Kiss action figures because there's only two in there. And I go, oh well, yeah. I mean, I wonder what he took. So we go over there, and in the case are are Paul Stanley and. Gene Simmons and I'm like, this motherfucker took Ace Freely and Peter Chris. <laughs> Peter Chris, fucking catch. Like, this guy chose the worst members of Kiss. I'm like, what are you doing? So then we find him. He, apparently, this guy was juggling the shit out the door, just dropping it. So we found it, and we're like, well, he clearly went out the back door. Detective was like a really cool older detective that was like grizzled, you know, and he's like. Hey, probably stole it for drugs. And then we were like, oh, he stole our backup laptop too, which was like a shitty, he couldn't sell it anywhere. And he goes, well, if it's not that bad, uh, then you're okay. Then we realized that he stole a bag, like a duffel bag that belonged to a customer that would store it there. And I'm like, oh shit, this guy had a magic collection in there that was worth about, you know, $1,100. And he goes, well, that makes it a felony then. And I said, yeah. Well, that's good. At least we'll get him and he'll have to go to jail for it. And that's when the girl that I brought is like, hey, guys, do either of you smoke? And I was like, what? No, you know, I don't smoke. And she goes, there's a pack of cigarettes on the floor over here. And so he had knocked all the stuff off the counter, you know, the pencils, the business cards, all the stuff that's right there. And but she saw that pack of cigarettes and was like, that's weird. And then I saw a cell phone in there. And I go, wait a minute. That's not our cell phone either. And she goes, huh? So she's staring at it and she gets really close to it and it starts to ring. And the background is a picture of just the fucking douchiest guy you've ever seen flexing, like straight up looking in a mirror, holding a phone, flexing. And I'm like, oh, uh, that's definitely not ours. So then I'm like, hey, detective, what's your name? Come here for a second. He walks over and he looks and he goes, so that ain't your phone? We go, no. He goes, that guy's outside. I go, well, he goes, that guy is right outside. He is back there right now. I go, oh, shit. So he walks out there with the phone. He goes, 
what are you doing? He's like, oh, I lost my phone. I'm just looking for my phone. He goes, does it look like this? And then they fucking arrested the guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, you fucking idiot. And then what's funny is uh, he threw the stuff that was in the bag in the dumpster and the trash got picked up and was gone. So the magic cards that the, the collection that he threw to the dumpster, that was where all the money was. What he <laughs> took and shoved in the bag was a, a cash register that was from like 1975 and a fucking laptop from like 10 years ago that was no good. And so we were like kind of talking about it and the cop was really funny. The detective, he was like, yeah, well, you know, he's a real smartphone bandit, you know, and he kept calling him the smartphone bandit <laughs> as a joke. And I'm like, that's pretty funny. Well, the cop called channel four, channel two. I don't fucking know whatever the channel it's like, whatever our news is in this place. And, uh, they came down because they're like, we're going to do a report. So in the report, I'm just shit talking the guy, man. I'm like, yeah, the, like the guy had a picture of himself flexing on the back of the phone, which arguably is a worse crime. And I'm just like going hard on this guy. And then my business partner goes, well, yeah, clearly the guy has terrible taste. He stole Ace Freely. And all we're doing is insulting <laughs> this guy. And the, the, the news lady was like, this is great. I love this. And like they aired it and stuff. And it's pretty funny because they cut it where we didn't say a whole lot of negative stuff. But in the print version, they were like, we're playing. We're going to show a lot of you guys shit talking the thief. And yeah, he ended up going to jail. And I don't know. He had a bunch of drug charges against him anyway. So it's like, of course, he's a, a drug addict. And then it was much later I found out that he was actually in the apartment above us at the time, which was owned by the landlord. And the landlord also had a bunch of drug charges against them. So I'm glad I got out of that building. That was our first building. <laughs> that guy was something else. Like a dude died up there, died in their ceiling. Cops were coming and he like crawled up in the ceiling to get away from him and had a heart attack. Oh, shit. So they had to like rip the ceiling down to get the guy out. What's really funny is when that guy went to jail, his mom took over everything. And she's like, do you know anybody that would want to live in this apartment? I'll let them live there free for six months if uh, they clean it up. And I said, yeah, I'm actually looking for a place. So I moved into that apartment where that guy died. <laughs> and I, I found so many needles and burnt spoons. And like as I was finding them, I called the cops. He's like, hey, man, we're going to drop off a box. Right. It's like this orange box. When you're done cleaning, call us. We're like, oh, okay. So when oh, he was came it back, just like a hazmat box. Or? Oh, yeah, it was a hazmat box. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's just like, just call us whenever you're done, so we have the stuff. And I go, okay. And it was half full. He goes, shit. The cop was like, even surprised at how much drug paraphernalia I pulled out of the place. <laughs> I cleaned that whole apartment up, man. I was like, I lived there for probably a year, and then I just moved out because it was way too big for me. Hmm. But I mean, six months free can't really. Yeah, yeah. For what, like, for, like, a week of cleaning. It's probably illegal on its own. So I didn't have, like, any contracts or anything. <laughs> Just I, squatting. Yeah. Uh, used to play a tabletop game called War Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the, it was a vintage stock. One of the guys that worked there called me one day and said, uh, hey, you're into this game. You know, somebody just tried to sell some pizzas. And I told him, we don't buy them, but, you know, I might be able to connect it with somebody who, you know, does. And, uh... So he gave me the number, called the guy, and he was like, yeah, uh, if you want to come by and look at everything, I'm at this Motel 6. And I was like, okay, that's a weird place, but... Like, all right, well, nothing good happens there. Yeah. So uh, I went, he, like, he pulls them out, and there's like three kids, like, they're clearly living in this Motel 6, you know? Oh, man. And, like three kids walking around with like whitey whities and cowboy boots, and... 
So they're like uh, showing me all the stuff, and like pulling out the dice, and like a classy how, joint. Yeah. Look at how pointy these ones are. And, yeah, cool. <laughs> and most of the figures were painted, and I immediately recognized them as somebody that I played with, you know. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh man, yeah, let me uh, hold on just a second. And I, so I call him, and I was like, what's up with your war machine stuff? And he was like, what do you mean? I don't, what are you talking about? It's like, where is it currently? Like in the back of my truck. Like, are you sure? So he goes out and he's like, it sure as fuck is not. And I, you know, told him what was going on. And uh, yeah, so the he called the police and he was meeting me there. I told him, you know, where exactly it was. Uh, he eventually showed up with an officer and they collected all the stuff, but I had to sit there and like kind of just like keep them occupied. And I was like, oh yeah, like how much? Okay, well, how much for just yeah. these ones and not look? Stalin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so let me see if I got one that ties in. I've, I've mentioned this a little bit here and there. Okay, so one time my house was robbed, and it was robbed by a friend of mine. He was actually used to be a really good, he was a really good friend. I mean, he was a shitty person. We grew up yeah. as, as shitty kids together. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But we were, we were good friends sh- being shitty together. I could probably tell lots of crimes just with him. <laughs> uh, and so. Yeah, I grew up. I moved out on my own. I was living with a roommate, and you know, I I do tattoos, and so I, and I had done tattoos on this guy before. So he was gonna come over uh, after I got off work, and and I was gonna do a tattoo on him. And I was, you know, he, I didn't charge any of my friends for their tattoos, so he was gonna get a free tattoo out of it, also. But I knew he was a shitty person, and I yeah, we weren't even that close of friends anymore. Well, I ended up having to work late. You know, I told him to meet at my house around midnight. I ended up getting off at like 2 a.m. And the, right after midnight, I was like, dude, I don't even trust this guy to come by my house while I'm not there. Yeah. And my roommate was there, but I knew he worked the, like a day shift and he was going to be asleep. And so, yeah, I, I get home. As soon as I open the door, dude, there's like, all my shit's gone. My TV, <laughs> radio, everything's gone. Like anything worth any sort of money is gone. And then I... Uh, open up my roommate's door and there he is asleep on the bed and i'm like dude our house was fucking robbed while you were sleeping <laughs> okay well we go uh he gets up and we look around uh call the police the police are like yeah it'll be a little bit but we'll get someone over there because it's not an emergency yeah. yeah well i know where this guy is i knew he was coming by the house so i'm like it was fucking him i know it was him we look in the yard and there's like a beer can in the yard and there's a red hat in the yard and I'm like, dude, that, that's that's fucking his hat, <laughs> you know. I'm sure, yeah, he, he dropped the beer can. Okay, caught him red-headed, man. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't live that far away, though. He lives about a half mile away. So I'm like, dude, let's walk over there and see if we can find, you know, see anything, like before the police even get there. So we walk over there, and yeah, we start creeping around his house. We look in his window, and we see him and some other people I know all sitting around, drunk, talking about fucking yeah stupid shit and we can see some of our stuff just sitting there in his room with him like wearing your clothes <laughs> <laughs> he's got all my war machine figures right there they're playing <laughs> Fuck. it's like my ace freely standing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were like okay we go back we go back to the house beat the police back you know it's about an hour later police finally show up it's like you know, three in the morning at this point. And I know my roommate was there the whole time. I know he slept through the whole thing, but I'm like, the police won't do shit unless, you know, they'll just write it down and then nothing will ever happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, you got to tell them that you saw him in the house. And he says he remembers someone who opened up the door and then shutting it and just assumed that like, yeah, I was there with some friends. So 
I was like, no, you got to say they opened up the door. You woke up, you look, you saw him specifically. And then, yes, shut the door. And then say you got to, you you were half asleep, but you looked out the window and you saw one of them carrying our stereo. And he, like, I'm almost like trying to like nudge him to get up to say all the stuff. He says it almost the right way. But he's, he's still falling off the track while I'm trying to get him to say the shit, you know, verbatim. You got to yeah. say, I saw them do this. Yeah. And he's, I'm, and I'm trying to nudge him. The cop is like, let him tell the story. And I'm like, well, it's enough. We do eventually say, well, while we were waiting on you, we walked down there. We looked through the window. We saw all of our shit in their, in the house. We know it's there now. And the cops are like, okay, well, let's drive over there. So <laughs> we climb in the cop car. Then we drive over to their house. They, yeah, call some more cars over, and they go inside, and they get all of our shit back, and they give us some of his shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's mine, too. No, it's not. Uh, no, exactly I had what one. happened. We, <laughs> we, every, every CD he owned, we got all of them. <laughs> uh, that DVD shelf and those movies, those are all mine. Those, those look like they have dust on them. Yeah, no, they're, they're my, that's my dust. <laughs> I was wondering where our Soho went. <laughs> and we, we used like, to that's my to... dishwasher in there. Like, <laughs> it's installed, sir. Ah, he's crafty, this one. <laughs> we always refer to it as the time that we got the cops to rob someone for <laughs> Nice. I, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. You go ahead. I, I have a weird one about me busting this pedophile twice. And uh, like, so, like catching him in the act or turning so, him in. And, and I, <laughs> that's where my mind went. Like, so here's on. the thing: the crimes I got him for, neither of them were pedophile stuff. That's what's funny is he got in trouble for the pedophile stuff because he got in trouble for those crimes. So like the first one, so this guy was a piece of shit. I knew him in high school, and I'll say his name because he's he's all over. His name is Johnny Lewis. I'll fuck this guy. He's a pedophile. So. uh He's literally, if you look up Johnny Lewis, pedophile will show up. So he like got arrested multiple times. He has to check in. When he doesn't get to check in, he has to bring his computer in and they have to look through it. And every time that's happened, they've had to rearrest him for fucking kitty pouring it. So <laughs> we're in high school and uh, I'm like staying after school in the library working on something. And uh, I'm sitting next to this girl who's reading anime or manga sorry manga i'm sorry i don't know yeah yeah you did. Leaves. <laughs> so, i and, almost corrected you and then i almost corrected you again but you yeah. beat me to the pun. <laughs> and i was like not really paying attention to anything i was just working on my homework and i look over at her because she's laughing she's like <laughs> oh and i look and like get the screen and whatever she's reading is in japanese and i go oh cool you can read japanese and she goes no i was like what the fuck are you laughing at then like you don't know what they're saying it's just pictures and they're not even funny pictures but this got me distracted enough to look over and there is johnny in the corner and he's looking at a picture a close-up of a vagina like just a fucking <laughs> close-up and i'm like i like vaginas too man nothing wrong with a vagina but they're not exactly something i'm like yeah look at that let me stare at this for a little while this is doing something so that was weird so I noticed in the in the way ours is set up, there's like an office, a glass windowed office, as opposed to windows made out of other things. And so I messaged the librarian on her because uh, she has like a if you need help, message me. And I said, hey, this kid in here is looking at porn. And she's like, what kid? And I said, this kid on Terminal 2. 
And she's like, okay. And then she freezes the terminal. So you can't do anything. And she, wa- and then the printer starts going off because it print, it print screens everything <laughs> in case he pulls the cord. So I'm like watching this all. And she comes out around the corner and she's like, what are you looking at? And she's like, uh, yelling at him. And she goes and grabs the, the paper and everything. And I'm like, hey, fucker got him. And I never really thought anything of it. And then the librarian caught me like a few days later. She goes, yeah, he was on a little kid's porn site. I go, what? She goes, yeah, it was all little kid porn. I go, oh, man, he made me look at a little kid vagina, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so I was mad about that. Anyway, skip forward many years. This guy gets arrested for kitty porn again. Then he gets arrested for soliciting an underage girl on Facebook. And for some reason, he's out. He gets arrested for uh, jerking off in the uh, college bathrooms after printing porn off on the computers in there. And supposedly this time it wasn't uh, kitty porn. It was a... It was a full-grown adult porn but the the fucking custodian (laughs) busted him on this so we skip forward a little further this guy's finally out of jail again and he comes into my shop and he's like hey i have all these D &D books i go oh okay whatever man i don't like the guy but i'm like i'll rip him off (laughs) so he brings in like i'm talking series one first printings and, and advanced first printings i'm like holy shit this is really old good stuff so I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I'm interested in it. Uh, I'll give you 50 bucks. And it's like 10 bucks. I mean, it's probably worth like two grand. And he goes, okay. And I go, okay, well, this stuff's stolen. There's no way this stuff isn't stolen. So I immediately on Facebook, I'm like, hey, is anybody missing any really old D&D books? And a guy comes into our shop the next day and he's an older guy. And he's like, hey man, I'm not going to touch these books, but will you open them to the first page and tell me if it says my name? And he gave me his name. I flip it and he's right. Every book had it. I go, yeah, man, these are yours. He goes, well, how much did you pay for them? I'll pay you back. I go, I paid 50. He goes, you only paid 50? I go, oh, it's worth way more than that. But I knew the guy was stealing. And he goes, well, he stole a bunch of other minis from me as well, old pewter minis. I said, okay, well, tell you what, man, when he brings them in, I'll call the cops and we'll bust him. And he goes, yeah, I don't live very far away. I said, cool. And so he left and I was like joking with my buddy who owned the shop with me. I'm like, I'm going to bust this motherfucker again. <laughs> like I, I, Twice I'm going to fucking put this guy in chains and I'm fucking happy for it. I don't, you can call me a snitch all you want. Guy's a pedophile. Fuck him. So uh, he comes in, big old box of uh, pewter minis. And I message the guy. I'm like, hey, and he knew what to do. Call the cops, go down with the cop. So the cops come in with him. They have their lights on. They're outside. He tries leaving. And he can't because the cop's like, uh, no, sir, you can't leave right now. And so the guy goes, have you opened the container yet? I said, no, I haven't. He goes, you're going to see this, 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 this. And I mean, he gave such exact descriptions and stuff. There was no way he could have known. It was like, yeah, I painted a, a Cthulhu mini that's about uh, a foot tall, but he's mostly red instead of green because I had two of them. And this was one I was using for something else. And I said, <clears throat> oh, that's weird and very particular. Bam, there it is. So the cop's like, uh, looks at me and goes, so you, he stole these books last week? I said, yeah, yeah, he stole those and brought those in. It's about $2,000 in books. And he goes, you only gave me $50. I go, oh, well, it's about $2,000 in minis too. <laughs> I just made up a number because like it's got to be high enough for the cop to want to do something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so the cop's like, all right, man, uh, give me your information. And he was like trying anything he could to not give information. And I said, officer, he's not going to give you his information. He's got a warrant out. And I knew this because there's like an app that like tells you like warrants. I like looking at it to look for people I went to school with and going, yeah, fuck that guy. But yeah. uh, <laughs> he's on there. He's got a warrant because 
he didn't fucking come in and do his report for his kitty porn stuff. And so the cop looks up his name and is like, yeah, that's his picture. Hey, man, and arrest him right there. And while he's being dragged away, I'm laughing at him. I go, I fucking got you twice. And I yelled at him. <laughs> and like, I'm not scared of the guy. The guy is, if you saw the guy, you'd understand. He looks like uh, GJ Qualls from like those you know early 2000 <laughs> movies. But like, I could snap the guy in half with like one karate chop. But uh, he, he just, I, I think he's even in jail now, matter of fact. I, I don't know. But like, it's funny because every once in a while, a guy that I don't talk to anymore will message me and goes, hey, did you hear what old, well, I'm going to say something really off color. He goes, you hear what old Johnny Waterhead did? Because <laughs> we call him Johnny. <laughs> we call him Johnny Waterhead because I, I don't even remember the reason behind it. But like, it was just, it just worked so well. So Johnny Waterhead became his nickname. But I was like, no, please tell. And he would send me like news articles about some shit he did. So like, it, I know it's the opposite of committing crimes. I'm stopping crimes, but fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I, I actually have a story that kind of, with your break, it's a breaking in story and kind of ties in with that one. Nice. Uh, I was I was dating this girl and I worked at an optical lab overnight and we had an apartment together. And one day we were walking out and this guy was walking across the parking lot and he starts calling her name and she had no clue who this guy was. And he comes over and was like, yeah, you used to live in this town, which is, you know, a couple hours away. Oh, He's like, yeah, yeah. hell, man. I don't like, like this yeah. already. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I, I did. And he's like, yeah, there was this party and all this stuff was going on. She's like, I, I remember this party. I did. I'm sorry. I just don't, you know, recall you or anything. He's like, yeah, my name's Ben, all this stuff. He's like, oh, okay. And he just kind of like starts coming over and like wanting to hang out and stuff. And it's always just really awkward. But like, it kind of got to the point where he was, he'd show up and be like, hey, I was just uh, seeing what was going on. All right, see ya. Oof. And just like for like a couple minutes at a time. And then she kind of like revealed to me that when he shows up and I'm not there, he stays for much longer. And he was just like showing up, getting my uh. schedule. Oh. And uh, I was like, oh my God, like, I want to fuck this guy up real bad. Yeah. And uh, then, then, uh, yeah, I got home one, one morning after work and she said that he showed up and she didn't even answer the door. And he was like beating on the bedroom window, like, Hey, I know you're in there and stuff. And, Come on, let me in. And I was like, that's it. Next time I see him, like, it's got to happen, you know? Yeah. And it was like one foot in your house. I was, like, oh. I was like getting ready for work. It's like, yeah, that motherfucker comes over here call the cops or something and uh like right as that was happening he called her cell phone uh, and was like hey what are you doing and i was like fucking tell him i'm at work you know oh yeah oh, tell him i'm at work time for and the sting so <laughs> she did and we actually had a couple other friends over at the time and uh so i called into work I was like yeah i'm real sick not making it in uh and he comes over and me and the other guy friend that was there we were just sitting in the front room and uh my girlfriend and her girlfriend they uh they went back to the bedroom because they were like oh my god i don't like what's going on here this is crazy yeah he comes in and he sits down and everybody's just sitting down and uh had some music had the radio on and it was just real quiet and he's like all right man i get it i won't show up anymore and he stands up and i didn't really like in my i was like okay like i'm not just gonna start fighting this guy yeah. For some reason, when he stood up to leave, I stood up as well. 
And he said, I'm not afraid of you. So I uh, punched him, fell back on the sofa, jumped on top of him, just like elbows and punches, and fucked his face up pretty bad. So, I mean, that guy was like, th- that guy was like a, a weaker girl away from a, a real bad crimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so kick him out, and like his cell phone and had it fallen off. He was like, I need my chip. Give me my chip. So I opened the door and threw it off the balcony. <laughs> and I was like, get the fuck out of here, you know. And then I was like, well, not worked tonight. What are we going to do? So the four of us leave. We were going to go watch a movie. Locked my damn keys inside the apartment. <laughs> and it was like pretty late at this point. There's nobody in the apartment office. So we walked to the her girlfriend's house, which is just down the street. And we went over to some uh, some uh, legal student apartments called Law Quad, and swam <laughs> cool. in the pool. <laughs> swam in their pool and like played in their like billiards room and stuff. And stayed the night at her house. The next morning, we went over, went directly to the office, and we're like, "Yeah, we're locked out. We need to, you know, get back in." By the time we then we walk up to our apartment to wait for the somebody to show up you know but when we get there one of the windows of the doors busted out mm. and we we're like oh fuck the door was unlocked we opened it like all the plants had been like pulled over and she was just like destroyed in the house and uh we we're like oh shit the landlord shows up i'm like yeah somebody broke in you know so we need to get that taken care of <laughs> and they said asked if we'd made a police report and we hadn't they said they wouldn't replace the window unless there was a police. Otherwise, we had to pay for it. Sure. I wasn't big on, like, you know, ratting people out like that or whatever. Like, we had our... Well, yeah, and you don't want it to come know. back on you either since... Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I also didn't want to pay for a door window. So yeah, no. we call the cops. Cops show up. They're like, so do you have any idea who it might be? And I was like, yeah, yeah, pretty good idea. <laughs> this guy, he lives over in this house. This is his name. What? Why do you think it's him? Was, well, uh, he was kind of harassing her, and I smacked him around a little bit. And uh, they're like, okay, we'll uh, go check it out. Like Two days later, one of the officers shows up, and they were like, yeah, we went to that house and asked for Ben, the guy who answered the door, fit the description and everything, but like same color hair and everything. And like, yeah, you're Ben, whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. And they're like, you had an altercation with somebody, all this stuff. He's like, uh, I think you want to take to the guy that's been like crashing on the basement couch. Oh. So they go get this guy, and the cows were like, oh, yeah, his face was all bruised up and shit. That was clearly the guy. So they get his wallet, and he, he's not, his name's not Ben. <laughs> he's not who he's been saying he was. Jeez. They find her ID in his wallet as well. Whenever he broke in, he'd stolen her driver's license. And then. He was from the town that he was like, yeah, we were from this town. But he was oh. also a, uh, a uh, oh, what's a, a sexual? Oh, yeah, like sex offender. Sex offender, yeah. Uh-huh. He was a sex offender, moved towns and never re-registered. So he got arrested uh-huh. for that shit. Nice. But it was just like such a weird like oh, string man. of events. Jesus, that's uh, like, just to think like if the few steps that weren't made, what would have happened? That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? I mean, the one thing like I said, the radio was on, and I remember like when I threw that first punch, Marilyn Manson's dope show had just <laughs> come on, and I'd like made jokes about that being my 
fight zone, you know? Fight. <laughs> and when we were at the law quad, there was a dry race. Man, board. I got call me maybe on one time when I was fighting. You've got a way better story than me. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we were playing pool at this law apartment, uh, there was a dry race board. And somebody had wrote, we're all stars in the dope show. And I was like, what a weird coincidence. And then, like, I just think about that every once in a while because, like, I fucked that dude up and he didn't get a swing on me. So, like, there's no way he showed back up without, like, people with him or, like, something to, like, really do some damage on it, you know? Yeah, like, he had a weapon or something. So, uh, like, I'm, I'm not a big uh, believer in karma and, like, shit's meant to happen, but, like, that kind of feels like I was meant to not be there. No, yeah, for real. Like, that guy was going to stab you at the very yeah. least. <laughs> there was no way he wasn't. Oh, that's creepy, man. Like, a, a girl I knew from school uh she was gorgeous like one of the best looking girls and she's the sweetest ever she worked at like some car dealership and she had a stalker for a while and it was like really creepy and her husband who's also like this incredibly handsome just the the best guy you know the guys you're jealous of because not only is he incredibly handsome but he's really funny and smart and he's just a nice <laughs> guy you're like oh yeah this guy's great and she's great and you like angrily think they're perfect. For yeah, I'm like, God, these guys are perfect. <laughs> and and people that know them will all tell you like that they're they were ridiculous, like Hollywood level perfect couple, you know? Yeah. Well, they this guy that was stalking her, she ended up they ended up moving to Florida because they're like, we just gotta get away from this guy. He's like getting information, he's following her parents to like grocery stores. Uh, they were in Florida for less than two years, and that guy went down there, found her, and then shot and killed her in a parking lot where she worked, and then killed himself. Uh. Yeah, and there was like a big event here for it uh, where I live, where everyone, you know, it's fucked up, but it's like that's what people will do, man. So, yeah. like, it's a good th- like fuck that guy up, yeah, for real. Yeah, those those like it's it's always the same thing, man. If you allow them to go further, they're gonna go too far. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna happen. So. Yeah, like classic escalation. Exactly. Johnny Waterhead may have just been looking at twelve-year-old you know, <laughs> vaginas. I just, which, I just, I mean, you do understand what the actual term is derogatory. Yeah, for. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a reference to like the melon heads and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. The, okay. the kid, it's kids who were born with a condition where they had water in their yeah. uh, like. Well, it's not really water, but like the fluid would build in their head and get rid I just don't know if we can leave that in. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think it's a slur because it's a condition that's gone now. It's like making fun of someone for having. Like, well, I guess uh, anti-vaxxers brought that stuff back. Every time you say it, though, I'm like, oh. <laughs> listen, I'm not saying the big R, okay? I would never say that. <laughs> Does that mean we can use that word to replace the big R? Let's, yeah, yeah. Is it let's okay replace for that to happen? <laughs> well, it's it's a weird medical condition. It's like you're not making fun of someone with a cleft lip, man. That's not their fault. This guy, you know. But anyway, well, there's uh, a like tribe of a mountain. Oh, yeah, was it Virginia or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the old melon heads. I think they call them bubble heads. Oh, no. I think they're called the bubble heads. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I remember seeing them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, this is a this is what I'm quoting is a North American crypto, okay? Not, not the coin, <laughs> but the animal. Uh, it's like Bigfoot or the skunk ape or a waterhead, they're just imaginary things. <laughs> I think we, People are going to get pissed if I say leprechaun, are they? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> no I, I think it's like an old enough term that like people are going to hear it have to look up 
Yeah, they're going to look up this 1940s like slogan. I don't even know who first quoted that of my friends. It it had to have been. I have a friend who is incredibly unstable. He's not my friend anymore. I haven't talked to him in years, but he was incredibly unstable. I could, and just like you have your friend where you're like, the guy was a good friend, but like a piece of shit. I got this guy. And uh, man, I got stories about him that never end. I mean,. One time I, I was at a house one time and somebody had rabbits and he, and this guy's like, damn stray cats keep going after the rabbits. And he like threw some sandwich meat down and took one of the stray cats and fucking snapped its neck right in front of us. Ugh. We're no. like, holy shit. Yeah. We were screaming and we're like, what are you doing? He's like, they're killing rabbits. <sighs> okay. And then he takes the body and throws it in the dumpster. <laughs> and we're like, what? And I, so there's, some, there's, <laughs> I just don't know how much I want to go into those stories because I mean, animal killing's fucked up. Yeah, it is, and uh, I just I just don't know how. But I also understand protecting. Oh man, I know what you want to talk about there. Yeah. I grew up on a farm, so like a no, lot no, of that stuff. I yeah. mean, yeah, I, but nobody wants to hear animals. No one wants to hear about animals being murdered. Yeah, no. yeah. talking about them. You know, pedophile. if you bleep Waterhead, by the way, it'll be even funnier because they'll be like, "What is he saying?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, you're like, oh man, I what is this the guy would saying? be a really good like kickball team name. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> well, what was that uh, up in Washington? They haven't named renamed their team yet. So. Oh yeah, send them to <laughs> Washington. <laughs> <laughs> that rolls off your tongue, Washington Waterheads. <laughs> they can get Johnny to be their mascot. And, you know, chase, <laughs> they'll chase kids away. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> if you've got much more, I think we're gonna have to save it for part two. Cause... No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I got nothing else. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, I guess we'll. I'll end it with. I'm gonna do a shameless pitch of my my podcast. So, uh, so yeah, uh, you guys can find me telling other stories about bad movies on the Box Office Bomb Squad. What we do there is we have a list of the. It's 120 movies of the biggest bombs. So they lost the most money in film history. And we just watch those movies randomly and then we talk about them and we judge whether or not they deserve to bomb. Uh, I do get, I, I cuss and scream in it just as much as I do here. So <laughs> similar feel. But yeah, take a look at that and let me know what you guys think. All right. Yeah. Well, it was yeah real fun having you on. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, no, it was fun. They were a good time. Uh, so yeah. Check out your po- what was the name of your podcast again? The the box office bomb squad. Check out the box office bomb box squad. Box office bomb squad. Okay. And all right. Well, yeah, it's fun having you on. And yeah, if you ever if you commit any more crimes, you want to come back. Let us know. <laughs> For sure. Or know <laughs> anybody I, else that does. Or if you know anybody else who does. Get I, I may I may just. If Johnny's out of prison. <laughs> oh man. If I can get you. Johnny, whose name we shall not mention. You, you don't want to talk about animal killing, but you want to have a multiple time. You want to have a pedophile. Yeah. Well, no, I'll defend Johnny in one thing. He never got a chance to touch a kid. He just kept downloading kitty porn. <laughs> well, Pete I'll, Townsend, I think, got off by saying it was research or something. <laughs> I mean, who knows what's in all those QAnon supporters' basements? They're, they they. I'm researching. Oh, yeah. I'm researching. I mean, yeah, I mean, HN, you literally almost got shut down because there was so much child porn and racist stuff on it. So it's like, okay. Uh, yeah, research, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, yeah. It was I'm fun. not looking at this. It's the Hollywood elite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
looking at what they're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be I'm able to look at a pizza game. Uh, <laughs> all, right. Uh, fuck. all right, fun times. Yeah, we'll uh, talk to you later. Talk to you later. All right, bye. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, I just he he says you made me look at a little girl vagina. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I just did. I mean, <laughs> I can't believe I have that on audio. <laughs> it's so funny. So and then, uh, God, I'm, I've been on record. I've been vocal about it, but no, you can't say Waterhead. You can't say it. I don't care. <laughs> it's a, it sounds bad. <laughs> I think it's bad. You can't say it. But this, I mean, like, the, like there's that. Uh, what was it? Impractical Jokers or whatever, where they had a panel of different races, and they were like asking him if like certain names were acceptable, and they were just making shit up. Like they called some, and they're like, "Is it okay to call someone a spoon neck?" And they're like, "What? Fuck no! Spoon neck doesn't mean anything." <laughs> I've heard it said though, derogatory. I've heard it said toward people when I was. I mean, it's an old term. It's a very old term. Spoon neck? Not that. Waterhead. Oh. Which I I've said more than anybody at this point now. Yeah, I'm loving it, man. <laughs> but I've heard it said in a negative context toward people. I think I've read it probably in a couple Stephen King books because he loves dropping whatever oh, old yeah, he slurs he can throw in there. Yeah, and he's fairly liberal, but he just yeah. Stuff that like I'm pretty sure was before his time though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's probably written the N word more times than. Oh man, when I was uh, you know watching Game of Thrones and they call Brienne of Tarth a toehead, man, I lost my shit. <laughs> is that a real thing? That's what is that? I don't know. Oh, it's a big woman. <laughs> I. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's gender specific. I mean, <laughs> okay, so going forward, uh, <laughs> fun episode. Really liked him. Great guest. Probably try to get him back on again if he can commit some more crimes. Yeah, yeah. Really fun guest. Um, so, yeah, fun time. But going forward, uh, a couple of things. Now we're gonna have. I guess we're going to bring back Blinky onto the show. I've reached out to Yoshi from the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast. He's coming on as a guest host during that. And he said, sure, yeah, it's fine. Um, now, the reason I did that, though, is, like, she's, Blinky currently is in the middle of a trial. <laughs> she's in the middle of, of a pretty high-profile court case. But I don't know. I can't. I'm, I haven't heard it, you know. I was thinking about bringing that, doing that as an episode. Like a special episode. Because, I mean, we'll have one of the jurors from, from the, this high-profile court case. And I thought that'd be interesting. But I also thought, like, you and I, man, we're like, we're kind of, I don't know. We're rough around the edges, I would say, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And so I like, uh, are we the right people to to give it the respect it deserves? Oh, definitely not, man. <laughs> That's just a dumb question. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't know that that was a concern, though. Otherwise, I would have said from the beginning, "This is a terrible idea." <laughs> okay. Well, that's why I thought. Well, let's bring in somebody else who he's got a podcast of his own, and yeah, 
fun guy. And, yeah. <laughs> he can uh, he can ask the appropriate questions <laughs> when we when we stray off and ask the inappropriate questions <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. It may the whole thing may be a disaster. Yeah. I I mentioned it to Blinky and I was like, I think we're not we're probably not the right people to to interview about a court case. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I don't think you are. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's what I thought, you know? But yeah, so that's coming up in the future if it doesn't turn out to be a complete shit show and we just fucking fall apart mid-interview. There's that. Oh, and one thing, I not correction, I was saving for the outro. Okay, so in our interview with uh, Mega Man, he plays a clip where he was called Half of a Terrorist. Okay. <laughs> half half American and half terrorist, is that what it was? I think so, yeah. Well, you made a joke in like I think it was our last episode about you made a joke about half terrorist and no one had heard it yet. Uh, okay. So I'm the only one who got the joke. <laughs> well, go back an episode and give it a re-listen, guys. Yeah. There's a hilarious Easter egg in there. Yeah. People don't listen to things in order. Most, I mean, this isn't a chronological <laughs> podcast. You might be jumping all over the place. Although we do like reference shit. <laughs> we reference old episodes, like every episode. Yeah, it's pretty much just the same episode every time with different ghosts. <laughs> We're just like, listen to the last one. Insert insert penis rant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, talk about somebody with some sort of disability. So, oh God. so uh, yeah. Damn it, is that a theme now? I don't know, man. You said waterheads a lot. Um, so, yeah, like, earlier, I've been sitting here at the computer for, like, four hours waiting for you to log in and checking my phone every ten minutes. I'm sorry. And you keep putting it off. I was like, oh, my God, I am really going to draw a picture of you. And I, uh, uh, you sucking, I didn't draw a picture of you sucking. Uh, you look excited about that. <laughs> for those of you at home, his no, face lit up, no, his face lit up so much. That's <laughs> <laughs> the I thought of me drawing a picture. I'm doing it now. Fuck it. <laughs> but anyways, I went to type sucking your own dick, and it, like, put in ducking. And then I looked at my, like, autocorrect options that I could just oh and it said select. suckling and it said suckling I was like I'm, you, I'm just jumping to that one <laughs> so I put I text you I'm gonna draw a picture of you suckling <laughs> which sounds yeah. grosser I think yeah yeah it makes me sound like a baby pig <laughs> so so now I'm gonna draw a picture of you suckling your dick <laughs> you're gonna be able to tell from the image that he is clearly suckling <laughs> not sucking oh, oh man that- well, now my face is lighting up. <laughs> I'm going to draw a bunch of baby pigs suckling your dick. <laughs> I'm just going to draw a... I'll just have a row of eight dicks and <laughs> baby pigs suckling on them. They're just going to be a montage. I'm gonna do, it's going to be on Instagram. It's going to be a ten photo spread. You're going to have to scroll through. <laughs> Look at all the different ways I've drawn you suckling your own dick. Or having it suckled. <laughs> Oh my god. I might have to cut this out because now I'm putting myself up to a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, next week we will have Master Chief. Yeah, it's a lighter episode. Fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's committed crimes. Regular person. So, we'll have that. And this is our best episode. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed. (laughs) I'm Eric. Subscribe and like us. Oh, yeah. Like and subscribe. Not subscribe and like us.
<laughs> you gotta say like and subscribe. We have a brand out there. We're trying to push this Van Peebles universe. Anyways, yeah, like and subscribe. Check the boxes, all the other stuff. Email us at truecriminalsjailpod at gmail.com. And that's T-R-U-E, <laughs> Criminals Jail Pod. That don't let the Turner Broadcasting people intercept anymore. <laughs> any more emails. And, yeah, follow us on all the socials, true.criminals.podcast. And I'm Eric. And I'm Gunny. This was True Criminals. Yeah. Put your back into it. Add a file. That sucks because you don't get a lot of laughs, man. (laughs) (laughs) This motherfucker took Ace Freely and Peter Chris. Peter Chris? (laughs) The fucking cat? Ugh. We always refer to it as the time that we got the cops to rob someone for <laughs> He made me look at a little kid vagina, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you can call me a snitch all you want. That's a pedophile, fuck him. I just was trying to cook some hot dogs. Oh,